0: I'm J.K. and I'm joined by the regular faces of Jack Donovan and Dom Harden. And today we are joined by the team that does this.
1: Sportsman's dream to be able to do it with this bunch of guys is just going to
2: be even more amazing. I play rugby on a Saturday. i at Chobham Rugby Club for Surrey Chargers.
3: Surrey Chargers is a mixed ability team in Chobham.
2: We offer rugby to basically anybody that wouldn't normally be able to get involved with it.
4: This is about integration, it's about inclusion, it's about just being part of the life of a grassroots club.
2: We do exercise at the start to stretch. Then we play the game of
3: touch. Practising our line and our backs. I love that.
2: My favorite part is probably the lineouts where I get lifted up, I enjoy that. I on the wing. So they cast the ball, kite fast. It's just an interesting game in general, I think. It's the team spirit. For that moment that I'm doing the training or I'm playing a game, I'm not anxious. I'm just concentrating on what I'm doing. At the end of the day, we just try to do our best.
4: This is a big sporting event that's going to be taking place in court. Um, and, and people are going to you know, come from literally all over
0: the world to play in it it's not an everyday opportunity to be able to take part in something like that so yeah they should all be proud of themselves
2: if you can imagine we've got quite a few sort of um, challenges and um,
4: of course everything has a you know financial cost particularly with regard to you know the transport and insurance i think lots of little donations
2: would be absolutely fantastic
4: it could be big business it could be local small firms it could be parents of, of players um, Anyone who's willing to put their hand in their pocket and help us, really. If
2: you love rugby. If you're in a position to make a difference. If you believe in us. Come join us if you can. Thank you.
0: Now let's go win this thing. We are met by the team of Surrey Chargers. So, gentlemen, how are we all today? Good.
4: Good. Good. Thank you. Yeah.
5: Thanks.
0: So who who have we got, and uh, what positions in the team do you play, essentially?
5: Okay, okay. I'm uh, Lucas George. I uh, play grow uh, half of sorry charges. Um, yeah, and great to be here. Nice. <laughs> and, well, do you want to talk about yourself? Um, yeah, uh, I I am. Um, I, I, um, I've I've I've. I've um, I, I i love rugby uh i i've um, been in, into rugby for quite a long time uh uh i um fan band and uh, Harlequin's um uh um foundation got me into the um sorry charger so i thought okay i i i would i've been dying to play and so i finally got my chance. i' got my chance to play because um, um years ago i i i always used to like so i want to play I want to play and uh Mum said, no, you can't because she, she was worried about how I was going to get injured because I've had a liver transplant. And um, so, um, but uh, I, I, I'm, but of course, uh, I, I don't listen. Um, you also say, you, you, you don't listen to your parents. And then, um, <laughs> of course, um, but um, yeah. Um, but obviously, I uh, thanks to Harlequins and uh, the sorry charges to, uh, welcome to welcome me into the, into the club. So I, I'm actually quite, Lad, and uh, it's quite a shame that we. That, that um, yeah, I was actually pretty excited about this uh, World Cup coming, but obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> um, not to be, but um, uh, yeah. So yeah. It'll come.
0: it'll come. It'll come. And uh, yeah. What what position do you play? Um,
2: I play kind of like. Back, uh, second row. I kind of play flanker. I play. um so I play in the, in the scrum. I, I'm uh, the line up in the line out, and because I have quite long arms and I'm I'm quite light, I can jump quite high. And I got into rugby when I was secondary school, and um, it uh, it wasn't always easy because of my difficulties. Um, I would sometimes be kind of like um, put on the bench all the time. And basically, I went to one club and they said to me, "We um, we just think you want to train. We're worried you're going to get injured." I was I was very light at that point, and they were concerned that the way that I was playing um, would mean I'd get injured. But I wanted to play like everyone else, and I felt and that's part of the reason why I found. How, how I found uh, I found um, thanks to Mike, who's also here. I went to a sports a, a sports club that he that he was volunteering at to try and get people into rugby. And he was asking me for a year or so, a year of um, uh, about interest. Because I had about five years of rugby because it got too physical. When I got to about sixteen, it got too. I, I wasn't really physically for it, but now I, I really enjoy it and I have enjoyed it ever since. I mean, the coaches are amazing. They really take the time and just being at a club that, that you know, you have some and all the kind of information that they tell you, like I remember a coach told me, uh, said to me, just do what you did at training Because I was being switched from a back to a forward, which was a bit worrying and a bit. And obviously, I just got on and did well. And he said, You can do whatever you've just done. And yeah,
0: good. That's good. And obviously, don't worry about moving from the backs to the forwards. Given my uh, rotundness and my my size getting in through the years, I can guarantee I'll be playing in the forwards soon enough. Don likes to
3: keep. I uh, oh, yeah, say, so I think it's long overdue. To be honest, JK, but we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll park it there, mate. We'll park exactly, it there. Exactly. And I and I'll, and
0: I'll, and I'll get worried. Don't you worry? Uh, so, yeah. So Patrick yourself. Great, great to meet you. Um,
6: yeah. Good to meet you too. And um, thanks for having me on and us on. Uh, basically, yeah, I'm 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 a sort of player of a certain age. I'm one of the dads. Um, I'm a club player of several different clubs uh, over the years, many years, and. Um, I kind of um, really was delighted to get involved with the, with the guys at Chobham um, probably about two years ago. And um, Daniel, who have just been talking to, uh, goes to a, a sports evening um, at um, Walton, one of the local towns. And um, my, my lad, Dan, another Daniel, one of three Dans in the team. Uh, Dan O, Dan B, and uh, who's the other one? Dan
2: W. Another
6: Dan, we've got three of them, Anyway. It. Yeah. It. And um, through, that, through that link with the, uh, the, the ECL Sports, uh, the introduction to Chobham came and we've been involved for, for two years now, really enjoying it. And uh, it's a great bunch of, uh, of coaches and um, we've some really good, really good lads there. I think it's been a real pleasure to see them kind of all really bonding and, and sort of, you know, getting more involved, getting to know each other and improving their rugby skills.
0: Yeah, it definitely, yeah. It definitely changes Changes a lot within them, and we'll come on to that a bit later. Of the changes, mm-hmm. and what, what, how it's helped, etc. It. So, it's, affected, so yeah. uh, that's yeah. it. it's great
7: to hear already. Um, so, Harry, yeah. on to you. Um, tell us about yourself. I but I've, I've been involved in Chobham, which is the club that supports um, Surrey. We won't hold that against you. Nope. <laughs> no- <laughs> oh, <that's because>, uh, <laughs> Given myself
0: and Jack have both played against uh, Chobham for the <clears throat> teams.
7: Well, when you find out I was a
0: referee as well for 15 years. Oh, uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably be, me and Jack have probably crossed paths with you, mate. Okay, I so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Who did you two play for?
0: Uh, I, I'm
7: an ex-Medway boy. Oh, I right. Yeah.
1: I was at Westcombe Park a couple of years ago.
7: I, one of, uh, I had one of my worst experiences at Westcombe Park, to be fair. So did I, but... <laughs> <laughs> I got diverted there to referee a... <laughs> they were nap-free game. And yeah. um, there'd been a big accident. And I got, uh, I was meant to be going down to Seven Oaks, got the to do the game. And it was meant to be a team of three. And I turned up with my two teenage sons and they turned around and said, well, they're going to have to run touch. Um, yep. It was a real big, it was against um, Hartford. Oh. And my youngest son disallowed the Westcombe Park winger scoring in the corner just before half time. And to be fair to Westcombe Park's Captain, he sorted the situation out, but the coach was livid. <laughs> and when I got back to the changing room, all my stuff had been nicked. So <laughs> uh,
1: that sounds about right. Um, yeah, it was, yeah,
7: it wasn't that. wasn't to do with the incident. I think Westcombe Park had a bad break in that day, and every, a lot of stuff went, dis- yeah. went missing. So yeah, so memories. So, yeah. But Medway, because you you had the old um, vicar from the prison, didn't you? Who was the prop at Medway? Yes, I can't yeah. believe it, yes. Absolute God, I loved him, he really was a hero. Anyway, yeah, we are question, how did I get involved? Um, yes. Mike and my son played minis together and um, as they moved up to the, from tag to contact, Mike's son unfortunately decided rugby, contact rugby wasn't for him and went his own way. But then when Mike came back to our club and said, I'll stay, I want to be involved, and I've got this idea of mixed ability. I put my hand up and said, "I'll help you." And I've been involved for five years, now. I think it is so, and I'm I'm director of rugby at Chobham. So it's sort of the ethos of one club really does work because it's a, we train on a Saturday morning before the seniors play, so they actually get to see these guys mm. playing. Um, I, and it, it is, and then some of them
2: come and join and play, help out as well. So it's it's just a great one club attitude. Loves that, absolutely love that. Mm-hmm.
4: Move yeah. on to Mr. Michael <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, Harry's just kind of you know giving me the perfect introduction there. But um, yeah, I mean my, my my own rugby career is um, I was going to say long and distinguished, but it's mostly long. Um yeah, I played most of my career at. Um, What's now Ealing Trail Finders um, and um, uh, moved kind of to the the Tron area. Um, and as Harry said, uh, our sons um, played in the same mini rugby group. Um, my son is on the autism spectrum, um, so he was finding it a little bit, little bit too competitive. I think um, by the time he he decided to give up, and as Harry said, you know, I I I didn't want him to kind of not be involved um, in. in um, so I think what well, I'd read an article in Rugby World um, about the Bumbles, um, you know, in, in Bradford with the first mixability team in England. Um, and uh, got in contact with uh, Mark Goodwin, aka Gooders, who um, is kind of a leading light in the Bumbles and also a director of IMAS for international mixtability sports. And said, look, if you're doing anything, you know, in the southeast, um, you know, please let me know because I'd love to be involved. And he said, why don't you do something in the southeast? Um, so um, that's, that's kind of how it started. And obviously Tom was a natural trip, So like five minutes away from them. Um, and I have to say everyone's, um, everyone there has been absolutely brilliant. You know, they they get the, the ethos and the idea behind it immediately. Um, and... We we started off uh, good as and a couple of the bumbles came down and did a did a presentation at the club um, gave us really a lot of help in setting up um, the RFU were really helpful as well um, um, a guy called there kind of gave a lot of help also from the Harlequins Foundation Matt Williams there has um, has kind of really given us a push along the way too but you know um, we started. We started off with a, a match against um, um, the Letchworth Bravehearts, who are the only other mixed ability team in the southeast, um, and uh, against a, like a social 15. And we took it from there. We started off with kind of uh, training sessions every few weeks, uh, taster sessions, and gradually moved on to kind of weekly training on a Saturday. And, uh, that was in 2016 so yeah four years later we're, we're kind of um, we are where we are which is brilliant you know we we've come on in such a way that um, you know as you know we've been invited to the the Mixed Ability World Trophy um, in, in court which is next year of course this would have been the week we were there but you know but not, not to worry we will get there next year It was another another year to prepare I suppose um, okay. and, um you know, from from having a, a few people at the very early sessions, we've got probably around twenty five people that turn up regularly, and we, we regularly get kind of eighteen to twenty people at training, which is which is brilliant. Um, and just to echo what Harry said, you know, everyone who comes into contact with the chargers gets it. You know, um, at Chobham, it it really it really fits into the um, the ethos of, of one club and getting well to as many people as possible. Like what we, what we didn 't want to do was was kind of you know have like a a separate club where disabled people could go and play it 's very much about inclusion it 's about being part of the life of a grassroots club and, and, and getting people involved um, and you know we, we frequently say we, we 're just another team we' are just we 're another team within the club, and um, you know everyone everyone accepts us like that it 's um, um you know, and we're, we're playing probably seven or eight matches a season now, um, and that's that's gonna go up in preparation for next year. But um, you know, mainly against other mixed ability teams. Um we kind of have away trips to um uh Walcott near Bath, Gloucester, uh, Worcester, um, and also against uh, the Ealing Exiles, who are the social team at Ealing. Um, um, and they're to date, they're the only um, so you know able body team that we we've played against. But but again, you know it's competitive. We're, we're not there to um, to be um, you know uh, a sop, if you like, to um, uh, to saying oh yeah, we're, we're providing a a disabled facility because that's that's absolutely not what we're about. Um, it is it's it's proper rugby. It's maybe a little slower than, than say, third or fourth team rugby, but it's no less physical. Um, and, I, you know, I was really pleased to hear Dan and, and Lucas talking about um, how they, you know, they didn't... Um, there was kind of objections put in their way because um, that people thought it, they might get hurt. Well, yeah, you know, what people might get hurt, it's rugby. Um, but... Yeah. Um, um, I think both, you know, both the guys there um, have been on the end of some um, some fairly crunching tackles, haven't you? That, you know, when we're playing. But at the end of the day, you just get up and, and, and you know, dust yourself down and, and, and get on with it. Um, to see the, um, um, you know, the team spirit and the ethos building as we've gone on over the past few years um, has been absolutely brilliant. It's, uh, and, and to be where we are, you know, we're... Well, um, probably quite a long journey, but we, we've got a way to go. But, but the, the way it's going is just brilliant.
0: Yeah, and um, from what I see, uh, obviously, uh, as I mentioned just before we came on, obviously, my other son, my son is nine now, is down. And back when he was born, it, it, it was a worry of mine at the time. And it will always have been a worry of mine. And I think every parent uh, goes through the same as Lucas's and uh, Daniel's parents' is it going to be physical, is it going to hurt them, is it going to be ready to do that sort of thing? And I think, um, obviously, it's, it was quite selfish, me, selfish of me at the time, but it was always there. Obviously, looking into it now and seeing the growth that the the themselves and the Welsh teams and, and, and the Bumbles has kind of taken that stigma away. And, and it was less, I think, for me, less about are they going to get hurt? It was the training that they were going to receive wasn't going to be adequate enough for their ability to play. Mm. And I think yeah. what you guys are doing is outstanding because I'm guessing from a from from coach's point of view, you've had to completely change your coaching style. It's, it's, it's got, a completely it, yeah, got it's, to completely... Yeah, if you really home.
7: take it down to a binary level. Yeah. And <clears throat> But it's good because it reminds you of the basics and we have a much higher coach-to-player ratio. Mm. But you are still doing the same thing, but probably a little bit slower, but you realise very quickly you have to change your coaching methodology, if you like, to make sure that everybody in the group understands. Yes. Yeah, which is great, because you're not going
0: to see them... You take my coaching, or me, for example, if we start messing about or we start talking too much, we're doing hill sprints, which, you obviously, you're not going to see that... um, um, with with the sort charges, which is which is great.
7: I'd hate to have to see that sort of thing because it's it's not the way to do things, it. It's uh, we treat them exactly the same as as anybody else. And there's the, the, you know, training is as important. If you want if you want to muck around, go home. You know, you're there to to be serious. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And I, I think
0: there's a long way to go with the stigma of uh, of, uh, of disabilities. Uh, mm-hmm. And obviously, what you got and I'm guessing you guys are the same. You're hoping that mixed ability rugby, being and obviously they have got mixed ability football, or have got football, etc., is the start of the stigma. And do you feel yourselves trying to is that more prevalent of what your end goal is is taking away the stigma of disabilities more than it's more than anything else. From an external source, I was playing rugby. It's competitive. You want to go in and and win games, but externally, is it about taking away the stigma from everywhere else?
4: Yeah, I I think that's that's absolutely right. I mean, it's also you know stigma, but also awkward. You know, people maybe don't know how to. um, They don't meet many disabled people who, if if they're not disabled themselves, and it it, it just, it's just ending that awkwardness. You know. and, uh, and just being, and as I say, just being
1: another team, um, and, um, and just taking part, as a, as I said. I was just going to say, saying about the taking part on everything, like the whole being part of a team, obviously, it's not always about playing, it's not always about being on field, but it's around that social aspect, and yeah. for example, like, um, my old man, he's been physically disabled the majority of his life and everything, and he missed out on a rugby career because of a severe injury. And For him, as he got older, he got into sort of the cricket scene, he got into scoring, and he kept saying he loves the camaraderie of that because he's got into a team environment. It's not necessarily a free player. Imagine you guys see a lot of that and probably enjoy that off-field crack in some shape. I
6: think, I think there's, some, there's some of the boys of our lads who are basically would probably find it really difficult. They went to an ordinary club, irrespective of the physical aspects. I think they'd find themselves, to be totally frank, in, not through anyone's fault, but they just would be shunned or they would be yeah. on the outside, they wouldn't be included. And then yeah. I guess they would be seen as they weren't, they'd be people who were not very good rugby players and they wouldn't be. The facility yeah. to give them a chance to become better players. Um, yeah. So yeah, they. And, but in this team, they find a, as you say, there, JD, a friendly, inclusive environment where I think they're made to feel welcome.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's the exact um, kind of uh, fear. Unfortunately, that's that's what I, have in my experience with other rugby clubs, is that I felt like they didn't really take their time. With me, they didn't treat me the same, like they wouldn't tackle me properly for mm. my own safety. They, uh, the coaches didn't really take their time with me. They didn't really put uh, put me put me on. So they wouldn't really give me the chance to, to get better um, by giving me time. Like they'd only give me five minutes and the only way that I'd improve is by getting on, but they wouldn't even give me that. So it, mm. it wasn't really a good environment. But luckily now, I'm I'm in a better environment, so I can I can definitely see the difference. It's a huge difference, and I do feel like that, that even even like people you know people who might watch the video they they uh, videos and stuff of people playing you know they think oh that's really good you know you play for the mixability and stuff and I think that's it's it I think it's obviously more than just and just kind of, just on the pitch, it's off the pitch, how people kind of treat you. Mm-hmm. Because like, I've met mm-hmm. people that I used to play rugby with and I think they were shocked to see me, you know, playing and I've told them about the mixed ability and I think people maybe didn't think I was that good at rugby, now I'm telling them that I'm playing rugby and stuff and it's it's good just to see the difference.
0: Yeah. And obviously, have you seen Obviously, Daniel, you've seen yourself a lot more sociable with that. Because obviously, i guess, obviously from your previous experiences, was it hard to kind of take the social aspect? Are you seeing yourself a lot more sociable since being with the Sony Chargers and uh, enjoying yeah. it a lot more outside of rugby?
2: Yeah, I have been. I, I have been social, but I struggle a bit with kind of like the the kind of like thing like with like meeting up with people and maybe the the like you know when lads muck around and all that. I really get that. Whereas now mm. I can take a bit more of a joke. I, I have always been sociable, but it's been kind of it's kind of been, you know, at that at that, that kind of like aspect of not really feeling, you know, I, I, I didn't really I didn't really get what they were saying and stuff. And but now I do feel a lot more part of a team. I have always been sociable and that can sometimes go against me sometimes because if you're mm. sociable then, then people think, "Oh, why, why are you struggling in in other aspects?" Or do you see what I'm saying? I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean
0: it in. It's hard for people to understand sometimes, isn't it? And yeah. obviously, and, and until they can see it or spend some time getting to know you, then obviously they're not going to understand because obviously, from yourself, it might be hard to articulate it. But obviously, being around like-minded people and being around Harry and Patrick and Michael, and obviously with Lucas, I, I, yeah. I'm getting it. it's easier to articulate things now and. Obviously, you can kind of show you who of who you are. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like I remember, people didn't used to get it. Like when I used to go to rugby, I used um, in comparison to when I went to school, I'd yeah. be a lot more. I'd be a lot more social at the rugby than I would be at school, and I wouldn't have all my difficult. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be as anxious or, or kind of showing all my anxiety in front of them. Yeah. And they thought, oh, I must be putting it on at school or oh, you must be, you know, and then that that kind of, uh, I didn't really like that. Obviously, like, with not getting a chance, I didn't really like that. Sorry, I'll, I'll move on now.
0: No, 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 Daniel. Yeah,
2: perfect. That's yeah,
0: fantastic. And obviously, just from perspective, Daniel, I had a similar situation when I was at school. So I yeah. suffered quite, uh, quite hard at the hands of people uh, yeah. outside of rugby. But within rugby, I was completely different. Mm-hmm. So I get where you're coming from. <laughs> one complete different person. You, you cross that line, and you are a different person. Whatever you're doing, and then outside, you're a different person again. And that's the bit that people are hard to take on board. Sometimes, mm-hmm. but I fully understand that and I get wholeheartedly. Um Yeah, yeah,
5: one hundred percent. I so I, what when you're in an education environment like school or anything like that and you make and you make friends it's and you make friends is a totally different thing to um with rugby because um, and and being in a team it's um really different and um, it's like even now a, like um people don't get um why i i'm so into the sport and i i, I think if you're in, when you're in a team, you make more friends in a team than you do in education, wise mm-hmm. schools and everything. So um, I, I'm like Dan and everyone and all the coaches is like you, um, you, you, you build friendships, you build like it's kind of like family and brilliant. And it's like the coach we we always have a laugh. We're not just with a player, but the coaches do, and when. When you're if you're in a, a normal club, you, you you won't get that You'll just like muck around the place. I and mean, whereas the coaches will be like um not really they might muck around a little bit but not as much as the likes of Mike and um the rest of the coaches do now. But with our with our <laughs> club, so, yeah they're doubling them in. They said they were well, yeah.
0: the <laughs> so
7: mucking around. <laughs> I mean, but one of the one of the things um because we play on the field sort of 50-50 mix of able-bodied or and people with learning difficulties and physical difficulties. You've basically got some of us who are facilitating to make sure that everybody has a good game. Mm-hmm. So the actual the way you play the game, even even if you don't have issues, even though we've all got our own issues of some sort, we're actually working together and coaching them oh. as the game goes on. So I think Personally, they're getting a, a far greater value because they've got coaches on the field playing with them and telling them what they're doing, as opposed to 15 guys out there on their own no idea what's going on. 100%.
0: And I, and I think from that, with the mixed side of things, it also helps with the integration of inclusion. Oh. Not, it's not just about what? those with a physical or any other kind of disability. It is both integrating together, working together for a common goal. I think that's the...
7: As, um, you know, I was gonna say, I just find it, found it. It's my club. I'm very proud, but the way the inclusivity was never even something which had to be dealt with because it just happened. And everybody is, it is one team. They, you know, we, they come to the season's awards, the senior awards. It's all, it's not. Oh, let's get some mixability. They are part of the senior group, and it's they are all one. Exactly, and Mike said they're just one of the teams in the senior
0: setup, mm. and, that, and that's great to see. Mm. Um, so obviously, Lucas, quick question for you. Um, being an obviously scrum off um, you said previously, obviously, we won't hold that against you because we know how much of a pain in the backside scrum off could be. Um, and <laughs> you said you were shy before. Have you seen yourself get more of a voice now? Are you a lot more, um, Confident in talking. So obviously you, obviously at night you are the, the, the playmaker. You're, you're the one who talks the strings and tells the ten. Yeah. Ones. Do you see yourself a lot more confident? Um.
5: Yeah. I. I. I, de- I definitely uh, build a little bit of confidence. Sometimes I am a little bit of. Um. I don't normally talk as, uh, as much, but I'm, I'm. I'm. gradually getting there. I'm kind of like finding my peak. Um. Yeah. And some. And um. It's like. I, 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 as a scrum hub I, I, I do like to um, uh, dart around um, uh, every single time and I get being told I'm not Danny Care. but um, there we go. Um, the, the, the... No, you're a nice guy, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> <That's awesome>. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: but, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I like, um, like uh, t- being the boss of, like, uh, kind of like the, uh, the f- a little bit of the forwards and a little bit of the backs so is quite... Um, and that's, uh, that's your role, and, that, and you've got to keep that role. Um, you've got to keep um, working in, on the pitch and not um, let your team down. You need to play your role. Um, yeah. You need to tell them what to do. So, um, yeah, if you get that right, then yeah, that's how you win games. Yeah, 100%. Oh, I have a nice, loud voice
3: all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> obviously, uh, Daniel playing a, uh, playing a proper position in the second row. Do you uh, do you listen to oh. him? Oh, he's gone. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, there he is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. well, I mean,
2: um, Lucas uh, does does sometimes tell us what to do. I do sometimes listen to him. Yeah, he he, he tells us where. Like I remember, like he told me that he wanted me to go one way. I remember I set him up for a try before. Remember, Lucas? Yeah,
5: God, uh, that was that.
2: Uh, <laughs> wasn't that like the
5: first? Was that the first game that we played?
2: No, that wasn't the first game. But it was at Harlequins, and I set you up. I, oh. I, I ran at the player for you. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. It and then you ran and scored. I just,
5: yeah, I, and I, I the, scored. Yeah, that, that that was actually quite a good move. I, 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 I just thought it's, it's better work. So I, I normally <laughs> say to Dan, like, go, go, like, go on the wing, go on the wing. Let me try to just figure out what I need to do and then you like I'll pass it to you and then you pass it to me. So yeah. We we yeah. definitely have um it, it tries come and go with us, but it definitely works between me and Dan. It's like it's like, oh yeah, okay, right, one of us is off. Yeah. That, yeah. That,
2: that try was amazing. Yeah, I remember you, you I can, uh... practicing with me before the game, I remember you saying you stand here and you you pass it to me and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I I'm I'm Yeah, I'd say that I definitely take the ball off of people. So I I play that kind of like flanker role where I kind of like, um, I get past the ball and I'm quite good at scoring tries now. I've scored quite a few tries. I'm quite good at um, kind of um, like um, uh, avoiding the contact. I'm quite good at that.
6: Um, He's got a nickname, hasn't he? What's
2: your
4: nickname, nickname, David?
2: what's the nickname? Because um, the opposition, they can't they can't get to me or see me because I'm I'm quite quick. So Dom, yeah. sorry about that.
3: up. <laughs> Big contract on the way.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So um, so I think one
0: of the first times um, us as a team um, experienced playing against a mixed ability team was at Swansea. Was it what was that game? Yeah. 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 And, I think one of the things that I quite enjoyed, and I, and I don't know if it's the same for you guys, is when they do score, when they do get it right. It's the joy, the happiness, and, and the camaraderie really really shows at that point. Yeah. Definitely. Reason, obviously, from when they first start to start playing and getting on the field when they start and score that first try, think that's a clip as to when they really start to enjoy it and they really think, "Yeah, I'm absolutely loving this." yeah
3: yeah
7: when it comes together it's you could you could see that you know because they they've practiced it they've gone through the drills and it works it just all clicks into exactly the same as any other team when a drill works you know that's it it's been worth it absolutely and i I, i'd echo that
4: and i think probably when we start it off. The, the guys who had a bit more experience were kind of, you know, got a bit of red mist down sometimes and would, would kind of try and take on the opposition on their own sort of thing. Um, but I think, you know, we, we one thing that, you know, has, has just begun really apparent in, in recent months and, and the past year is, is that we are working together really, really, really well. And, and you know, the, the hard work is paying off. Um, and, as the guys have said, the drills are coming together, the tries are being scored, and, um, you know, we, we are competitive, but, you know, at the end of the day, we want to win the games, but that's not why we're there, if you like. Um, it, it is about the, um, you know, being a family, being, um, being part of a team, and, and and competing against other clubs, you know, we've had some great away trips, haven't we, guys? And uh, oh,
5: yeah. Um, I, yeah, I especially love um, uh, um, going to Ealing. Um, that was um, brilliant. Uh, I, I I and I um, I do go. I do love um, like um, going away. So I think Ealing and uh, Gloucester was another um, one that I liked. Um, we won't go into. We well, um, talk,
0: oh. and we will we will have fines if you do stalk about tour. <laughs>
7: <laughs> These are away games, not tour. Yeah. <laughs> if you to uh... <laughs> uh,
3: if you're away for two hours, it's a tour, isn't it? Exactly. You have to get a coach. It's a
0: tour. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all that's all we've done But um but no, I think it's great. Uh, obviously, I think um, the World Cup, or the World, um, the World Games. Uh, want to talk us a bit more about that? How it, how it is, and how it's set up, and uh, what teams are involved, etc. Um, well, there
4: are, uh, teams from uh, pretty much all over the world. I think. I mean, you know, it's the um, the home nations: France, Spain, Italy, you um, uh, um belgium so yeah all over um i think this one that was supposed to be happening this week has um there's been a, a real growth in mixed ability rugby over the past couple of years so i think they originally had um 16 teams for the last ones and this one was going to be 24 teams and it was it was oversubscribed as well so, um just to show how much it's grown um, but you know it, there is a cup for the winner there are pools there is you know there's court the finals and um, um, a, a plate and a bowl competition as well but you know, it, it is about just going and for the experience as well and, and, and just competing in a meeting new people making new friends learning about the camaraderie of rugby as well and there is a, there is a trophy for the spirit of rugby as well which is of equal importance as the as the winning one, so the team that shows the best attitude and the best spirit will will get that. Um, so, you know, it, it's going to be a great a great showcase when it happens, um, and, and hopefully, it will kind of raise the profile of Mixability ability rugby even more, which is you know what we all want to do. And I, I think you know, it's kind of any any kind of team at the moment is is slightly unusual and that there aren't that many teams around um but i, I think you know we, we'd all love to see that most community-minded clubs having a mixed ability team for it's for it not to be unusual for for anyone yeah. to go to a club and, and, and get a game because you know we're also probably a perfect team for for people who haven't played for a while who, who are maybe in their 40s and 50s who gave up playing a long time ago and just want to get back into it um Definitely. If basically, if you, can, if you can get around a rugby field, you're you, you welcome. And
0: you can see a lot of the vets teams because most clubs have vets teams,
4: yeah.
0: You a lot of those vets teams because obviously they won't have full teams generally, no. They just made those vets teams into mixed ability teams, yeah. For me, that seems a logical choice. It gets obviously uh, 35, 40, 50 plus. Players back into the game, getting the lacing up the boots, but it also gives an opportunity to those who don't live in the they are close enough. The so, like myself, I live in uh, Wakefield, well, just of the of Wakefield Hospital. My neighbours club is my son to go play, which is at least an hour, uh, hour's trek, an hour and a half there and back. Yeah, so obviously, yeah, I, I agree with you a lot. Most community teams quite easily could. Is, is it is it easy to set up or is there some work It It's something that takes a bit of
4: time. I mean, I think one of the problems we had when we started up was that the, you know people, are, you know, just from what Lucas and Dan have said, um, there are some parents and and carers that are worried about about people getting hurt. Um, but you know and. We started off with with only a few people and and it has built up slowly but I think that's not untypical of, of of other mixed ability teams. It does take a while to build up because you need to get that confidence of, of the player and of their parents that um, that actually it, it's okay and you know they might get hurt but but generally not mm. not badly um, it, it it's just part of rugby um, but you know, when, once we get people, I think anyone that joins us um, tends to stay. Um, so we've got people that have been with us from the beginning. People that have joined us along the way, but I don't. There's anyone who's got come for a you know a session or two and said, "Oh, I don't really like it." And, and then just, when people come, they, they can see what it's about and they do want to stay. And also, we've got um, you know, we've got quite a few dads back on the um back on the pitch as well or in, uh, or down in your dad's case um we've got yeah. this for the first time which is yeah. you know which, which is great
2: um
6: yeah and i think the ability the flexibility you have although as mike says you you kind of you're you know wanting to build it as real as possible as much kind of contact building in there is the option to have a a, a, a Sorry, a, a yellow bib. You know, I'd have a contactless environment where, you know, where where you can mix contact and non-contact players, and that's you know good for people who are coming in at the bottom of maybe some of the lads who you know couldn't take a heavy hit, it'd quite be quite upsetting for them to get a proper tackle, but they might get towards that. And at the other end, the old farts like lads like myself who were, uh, you know, couldn't just take a tackle any longer, <laughs> let alone make them. <laughs> Never could do that.
7: But as Patrick says, it's also one of the unique things for us is it gives us the opportunity to give teenagers under 17s the ability to play with us because they can wear a bib and be on the pitch with adults at the same time. And that's... I don't think there's any other sport or facet of rugby where we've got from 13 to 65-year-olds on the pitch at the same time.
0: Mm. I think that is a great thing for the future because we all know... I've seen, I've seen social media, I've come off a lot of the social media. Uh, some still like that. I, I still see the teens of today and what they say about those with certain disabilities and, and it's not good. That's the sort of thing that kind of changes that perception and, that, and, and, and changes the outside world. You can get this, those 16, 17 year olds who previously were derogatory towards um, to other people Get them on a pitch with them in a in a in a in, a, in that kind of environment. It, it doesn't just change, it changes that more and perceptions of people's way they treat other people. Essentially,
2: yeah, I think obviously also um, from uh, um, also I think it's good for some of the other members that that, that we can help. We can help kind of like some people who might who might struggle a bit themselves like we we might be able to help them or, or, or be able to help them like where to go or what to what to do help them along as well as the coaching be able to do it on our own kind of understand that that it's kind of not just about playing it's kind of like uh, uh, allowing people to play who who, who might not be uh, who or automatically already They'll know where to stand, and as long as they know where to go and what to do, as long as you help with the clear instructions. It's just amazing that people can, that you know that that everyone kind of helps each other. Um, like you might uh, like on our team. We have some people who who might struggle, you might struggle to run or whatever, but they are as strong as a knot. Mm. So uh, mm. and there are some people who, like me, who isn't particularly strong, very good at running and stuff, it, um, isn't as strong. So you have all these different aspects on the team that, that kind of, like, is just amazing, like any other team. And, like, you might, you might think if someone isn't good at that. They're not going to be good at that. But it just, it's just amazing how we've all came together. Yeah. And now, even in the training sessions, we've all, we've all, we've all kind of like worked, worked off of each other. I think.
1: Yeah. I was, I was going to ask, because um, obviously <laughs> about everyone coming together, there, and I know that Mike, you mentioned about the community aspect earlier, and Lucas, I think you said that you got into sorry charges through the Harlequins Foundation. Yeah. Is that a link that you guys work to create, or is that something that somebody approached you with? Because I think it would be fantastic to see more and more top-flight clubs actually getting behind that as a community programme because I see all clubs on their own at the moment, setting up like walking walking, <laughs> rugby. You guys have this fantastic mixed-ability team. And it would be great to see whether that could actually be a growing link between Fandella and clubs.
7: I've got to say, I think we were very lucky with a character, a guy called Matt Williams at Harlequin's Foundation, who was behind it. And he was just starting out at the same time as we were, and he was supported us so well, brought you know the coaching side to us, and also from the R, I mean the RFU, because we were so early on adopters. The, the RFU gave us great Matt, Matt Hawks, Michael Hawks, isn't it, Mikey Hawks? Hawks, yeah, yeah. In the early days, gave us great support. But Harlequin, Harlequins have been fantastic. Um, you know, I in my years involved in rugby, Harlequins had a uh, reputation for taking advantage of any situation. Whereas I would, from now, i would give them full credit for what they've done. And for the guys, <coughs> we've played at the Stoop, we've been up at the Premiership Championship, up at Twickenham. You know, it's, we've been very, very lucky. Nice.
0: I think, um, so before I get, obviously I know Jack's, we, we do a thing called Scenarios, uh, when we're, going, we're coming to the end. Before that happens, uh, Daniel and Lucas, uh, Daniel and Lucas, talking to. If you were to say to anybody who's thinking about it, who may be a bit afraid of what, uh, what's to come, what kind of advice would you give to them um, to give rugby a go, even in a mixed ability ses- a- a- session, etc.? What would you say
5: um, to those people? Daniel, you can go first on this one. <laughs> oh, I thought
2: I was going to let you go first. Oh, okay.
5: Okay. Well. All right. Yeah, I I, I would. I would say. um, Look, look. I would say. um, If you have um, any um, sort of um, um, like worries that you're gonna get injured, is that uh, as um, they said, um, uh, um, Harry said, or Pat said, that we've got a bib um, um, that you can wear, and you don't have to. It's you don't have to be tackled. You can just be tapped. And, and, um, yeah, but despite the fact it's, um, uh, under, um, uh, under 17s and you uh, have to be 18 for tackle anyway. But, um, but, um, just, uh, just come and have a go. Don't be like, um, worried about getting hurt. Um, um, just enjoy yourselves and, and um, be a part of our team. It's gonna be, it's gonna be an absolute brilliant, because, um, cause, um Every single type of rugby is growing. We are growing as a mixed ability team. It's like you've got the women's sevens. It's all grown. And hopefully in the future, we can get more and more mixed ability teams coming together uh, to, do, to create friendships and everything like that. So we, And we need more players. Lucas, absolutely love that. That was awesome. That, yeah.
0: what, about, what about yourself? What would you... Uh... To any budding rugby players,
2: okay, yeah. What I'd say is kind of like I'd say, as as Lucas said, I'd kind of like maybe I, I I'd maybe start off if you're not confident, start off with with bibs. Maybe maybe see what's happening, get involved, see what's happening with with kind of like the other people in the team. And as you get more confident, you might you might want to become kind of like into into contact because if you see what other people are doing and you're you're kind of you you know with the concern you have you can always speak to the coaches they'll always help you and I would say um, kind of watch watch videos about about mixed ability and and how other people have overcame it and kind of understand that it's it's the same it's the same danger from if you played any other type of rugby. It's exactly it's exactly the same. There is no difference. And and that's what I found out from from kind of like even wheelchair rugby. People think, oh, how can they play wheelchair rugby? And that's one of the most violent types of rugby there is. Yeah, and what I was trying to say was basically I'd say kind of like working you know as your confidence goes, you can get into contact, but if you if you don't want to play contact, it's fine, you can just play touch and you know that's that's always there as a, as a backup that's the whole idea and I would say just just have a go I, I would say it's been an amazing experience for me personally, I feel like that I've kind of Rome. when I'm playing rugby I just I'm just in my own kind of world and I would say that you just have to throw yourself in it can be scary as I said I was a bit skeptical about coming back to rugby but uh, uh, Mike Mike um, the other and the and obviously Matt from Harlequins uh, uh, told me about it and then I came into it because I knew about the backing of Harlequins and I knew about and Mike and obviously i i i i respect I trusted Mike a lot, and I think that helped so I'd say like if coaches if like people that like Mike came into these sort of like um like these like uh, sports things for people with learning difficulties if they come in to these kind of things, people might be interested once they trust that person, they might then. If they see a familiar face, they might then want to be involved.
0: Hundred percent, and I would ask uh, the coaches and the parents what they thought. But I think you two have shown the passion. Summed up nicely.
3: Nice. Totally. Yeah. I,
0: mean, I don't even need Perfect. to. And, uh, and so before we get to the um, into uh, Jack and Dom's thing, I've got to say these these two lads have really epitomised the hard work that you you three have done, and you've done a wonderful job in my view. I think. Daniel really showing the passion. That's all down to one themselves and really growing in themselves, but to the support that you guys are giving. And the, 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 these two are a testament to that. So, uh, well done, and I'd off my hat to to all five of you. So, uh, Fantastic. Jack and Dog, go on the scenarios. Um, I, I don't get involved in these. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Normally
3: we have uh, normally we have Neil. Uh, he was uh, he's working tonight, so he can't be with us. Uh, But just before we jump on to the substitute scenario king, Jack, what we've been doing with all our guests, (laughs) what we've been doing with all our guests is we put them on the spot and make them pick a a Dream 15. Um, So what we'll do tonight, between the five of you, so three or four players each, see if you can put together a Dream 15. I've got an idea. So, Harry,
0: if you go for the front row, you you can pop. The, the top three, for, uh,
7: for are we talking? Are we talking a mixed ability dream team or I don't know, I because I would? So, my mixed ability dream team would be Matt Williams from Quinn's at Tighthead. Um, he played um, Newport Dragons, so I think he's he's probably well, the top one held the world, yeah. Um, hooker would be Aaron, who was with us in the early days, who was, who always trained in his Superman outfit or his some other superhero outfit. And then the other uh, prop, loose head prop, would be um, our forwards coach, Ian White Flapper, because he is an absolute nightmare. And you just... <laughs> There's nothing nice about him on the pitch at all. There's just nothing nice about him, full stop. But he's a, he is one of the greatest coaches ever. That's my front row. So we'll go
0: second row to flanker. Daniel, oh. second row and one of your flankers?
2: Okay, so is this mixability or just in general?
1: do you want. You can uh, pick, pick, pick yourself as well.
3: You yes. Yeah. Oh, I can. Pick you, oh. You'd be the, you'd be you'd only be the second person to pick himself out of thirty episodes. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank so yeah. yourself. At
0: least, at least he wouldn't be the fourth.
2: Okay, so yeah, so um, as uh, as our mixed ability second row, I would, I I would probably pick. So I'm trying to think now. Uh, I I I pick um from our team. I would pick. Um, Ethan, Ethan. He's a, as I said earlier, very strong, strong player. He is really strong, and um, I would pick him a second row before that. But, um, who else? Would I, pick? I would, um, I would pick uh, uh, Pat who's there. Yeah, I'd pick Pat as another second row because he's very. Yeah, yeah. I'd pick you yeah 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 you're a good second rower um, and um, i would also um so as a as uh, as a flanker i would pick um I, I i well we have two toms so i'd pick one of the welsh toms as one of the flankers mm. um and as the other flanker sorry i'm trying to think now i would pick Oh, I'd pick the other Tom, Harry Tom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom. Well, Welsh <laughs> Tom and Harry Tom on the flanks. <laughs> I reckon.
1: <laughs> I reckon we've got to give eight, nine, and ten to Lucas. I was going to say, so, yeah. Okay. Um,
5: can so be, can you can maybe even make mixability or uh, anything else? Yes, yes. Any, yeah yes. anything. Anything. Okay. E- e- even in a rugby legend. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm yes. okay. Love Robbie oh, yeah. like Lloyd. Okay. Um, but okay. Flattered If you say me. Okay. Number eight. Um, uh, Lawrence Lawrence Oh, I love you. Oh, yes.
0: Lawrence DeLalio,
5: Yes. Um. Uh. Nine. Me. Back oh, okay. um, <laughs> yourself. Still go
1: on the nine.
5: <laughs> um. Ten. I'm going to go, Mike. Nine. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yeah. like that.
3: Really? Of Mike.
5: Yeah. So Definitely.
0: Eight, nine, and ten would be Loris Delalio, yourself, and Mike. Yep. Strong three. I yep. like that. I like that. So, we'll go Patrick. You've got the joys of centre-centre and one of the wingers.
6: Okay. Um, I would put... Um, oh, well, we'll go for Big Carl. Sharky. Uh, who's one of the big Chobham players. Very good player. And uh, he takes them on, doesn't he? Oh yes. He'd be number. he number twelve, I think.
7: He's played over a hundred times for the first team, so. As he. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's you know he's been there and he's done it.
6: Yeah. Okay. Well, I think by thirteen would be Henry Slade. He'd, Carl would keep Henry out on number thirteen. <laughs> and um, sorry, and that was uh. Did you want one winger?
0: One winger. Yeah, two, one winger. Right. Okay.
6: Oh, right, okay. Um, I f- oh, uh, just um. I normally, yeah. Um, have we taken? Um, no, I'm. I've run out of ideas. Sorry, there. I've, I've, I, I
7: We've got to go for William. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
6: William, yeah Will. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Will. Well, yeah, Will one, we'll, one, of our, one of our lads. One of the boys.
7: Yeah. Who is
1: so fast. He's yeah. Nominal.
6: How could I forget? Yeah. yeah.
1: I think i wow. will leave Mike with another winger and a fullback. But I think as all the others have given three more, I think, JK, you're on the same wavelength. Pick what? a coach. You've got to pick a coach as well. Ooh, a
0: coach. A now, I think coach. coach has to be a rugby legend.
3: I think that would coach. be... I Mike, you're, you're playing 10 as well, so you can't pick yourself as a coach.
1: No. <laughs> so you got a winger, a fullback, and a coach.
4: Right. Um, I'd say one uh, one of the winners I'd, I'd say would would be Jack, who um, couldn't make it. So he was going to come this evening, couldn't make it. He's someone again who um, really really come on in in the few months he's been with us, um, um, and you know really good at making suggestions as well. Um, um, fullback, fullback. Okay, I'm going to go back into my past and pick someone um, really solid. At the back, I'm going to say JPR Williams, um, he was actually one of the first players that I remember, um, and, and kind of made me fall in love with rugby. Um, I remember seeing him play at, at, at London World, um, that that was kind of you know a great experience for me. Um, a rugby legend, at coach. Um, trying to think who could we have a coach uh, i can i can think of one definitely go on, go on then, help me out Lou,
0: clive Woodward. clive Woodward. yeah
3: that's a shout oh,
0: What a shout but he'd
4: probably love it yeah, yeah, he was he was well an excellent coach and um, and he was a pretty good player wasn't he yeah not very success- not very
5: successful uh in the 2005 Lions, not very successful there. I don't like it. No, that's, that's, the that's the one reason why I
1: don't like them. them <laughs> yeah. I was just about to say, Clive Woodward come down to sorry charges, but Lucas, you just uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> not good enough for Lucas. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah,
2: a play that F- I tried and I, fired
7: in the same day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a
2: play that I really. I really, I really like uh, Tom Curry. I think he's a brilliant, he's a brilliant, one of my favourites. So I look up, up to the way that he plays. He's, it's just the way that he plays, kind of in, in, in attack rather than defence. I think that new style of <laughs> flanker, that kind of athletic kind of flanker.
5: he
2: mm-hmm. has got a good engine on him.
5: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was difficult not picking myself, but I didn't pick myself, luckily. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Lucas
2: loved it. Lucas,
5: who's your favourite player before we end? Um, well, uh, um, I think um, nowadays, na- nowadays I would say, um, I-, I think Alex, Don Brandt, uh, nowadays, uh, for Harlequins. Uh, and uh, for England, it's... Either, but it's it's Johnny May actually for England. It's Johnny May. Johnny I, May. I love Johnny May. Um, well, and back in the celebrations, yeah. And, and my other uh, England player is uh, Johnny Wilkinson. I love love him. How he's not got a knighthood yet, I will never know.
0: Man <laughs> needs a knighthood.
5: No, exactly. So. <laughs>
0: No, guys, it's been, it has been it been an honour and an absolute privilege having you all on tonight. Um, the heart and soul that you all put into this team. J.K., I hope you haven't forgot about
3: scenario Donovan's big oh, boy, come on. This is
1: just big break. J.K., our social sack, I believe. That's a fine for yourself. but
3: Yeah,
0: I'll sort it out on the next beers.
1: <laughs> so, guys, in um, obviously we always have Neil Williamson, who is a okay, scenario Neil. Uh, he has been working tonight, although he may actually be recovering from a pre-season socially distant session that I ran last night. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> we've got a couple of scenarios for you tonight and obviously we'll ask each of you. The first one is one that Neil always asks, so I'll ask that uh, in honour of himself, which is, we're going to go from the Surrey Chargers today and chop and Rugby. Lockdown, obviously, if you had to self-isolate for two weeks, you can't leave the house, you've got food being delivered, you can't even go outside for exercise at all, and you are stuck in the house with one player from Surrey Chargers or Chobham, which player would make it a living hell?
7: <laughs> so we'll go with the coaching stuff first. So, Harry, who would, you, who would make it a living hell? Oh, it's easy one for me. Michael's son, Dan. Daniel will argue with me for any reason <laughs> just Thanks. to argue, and he will pull me apart. If I if I <laughs> make a mistake or drop a ball, he humiliates me. Happens, Dan? I like him. I can't call him a name. You know if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I love him dearly, but he's it's a he's, he's I mean he's a good example of a guy who's developed so much through the game. It's been really. Heartwarming, but yeah, no, Dan would be my nightmare. Excellent, Patrick. You're uh, living
0: hard.
6: oh, goodness me, you, can't um,
0: pick your son. you cannot pick your son.
6: Can't pick my son. No, 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 <laughs> I think it would be, um, I think it'd be, I, th- I think it actually, I think, it, and this is meant with a lot of uh, a <laughs> lot of love, a lot of love, not not um, not disparaging, but I think Harry Tom,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harry Tom's gone from the dream team to this. <laughs> yeah. he, he
6: I think, I think I wouldn't get a word in edgeways.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I know it's your team and uh, et cetera, but you got to pick your living hell.
4: Oh, God. Um, uh, maybe what one or two of the ones that I would have picked have already been picked, but... Um... I would probably say one, another of our coaches, Kai Fisher, um, on the, uh, the basis that, that, that he, he does kind of tend to argue with you and pick holes in things.
0: So, and uh, um, um, I'm sorry, Kai, if you see this. <laughs> this. <laughs> so, on to the, the, bit, the, the two that I'm looking forward to. And, and finally, Lucas, who would you, uh, who's your choice?
5: I'm going Flapper. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, straight up, there was knows.
1: no hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> Straight
0: in there, why flapper?
1: Um, we have a bit of a
5: laugh, um, but um, he kind of does annoy me. Like, like you know, it's, it's like literally like pushing like me around and everything. Like, oh, oh man, stop doing that! Excellent, not even, not even a hesitation
1: like that. Do not yeah. have,
0: have another one?
1: I have got another one. So, one that I've been asking a lot of players uh, and guests that we've had is. Because often there's been a few who have been at the end of their career and stuff we have said, if you could go back to your 16-year-old self, what bit of advice would you give to yourself? I'm actually going to change that question up for you guys today. Because we're involved in mixed ability, imagine you're sat in a coffee shop and you're the big celebs of the town, whatever, everyone knows of Surrey Chargers. You get somebody who just buys a coffee, buys whatever drink they want, and they sit down in front of you. They look you in the eyes and say, I'm thinking about joining a rugby club. What's your one bit of advice for me? So I think we'll go in reverse order to last time. The Lucas, uh, Lucas, what would be your bit uh, of advice on somebody who wants to join? Um, this is
5: very, very tough. Not really thought about it, this one. Um, I, I think I would say... My my advice would be um, just just come and just just find someone that you think that can that you can join you can join our club our club we don't, we really don't even mind but um um just like find someone just find a, a local place yeah. um um that um a local rugby club and um see if um if you um, uh, if you can join, and um, that that's how you can get involved. Just just the simple word is the simple uh, thing is to ask. That's the one simple thing. And that would be my advice: is to
2: ask. Love it, Ron. So is this uh, sorry? Is this about um, kind of like if you want to get in when you're sixteen into rugby? Did you say? Any, it doesn't matter if it's 16 or
1: 60. If they want to get involved, what your advice?
2: Okay, so my advice, I've kind of said this earlier, but I'd say kind of throw yourself in, just kind of get yourself kind of involved in the kind of social aspects, and then after you've got yourself involved in the social aspect, then as well as that, then you'll get yourself familiar with everyone, and then you can kind of get more familiar with the rugby I'd say just kind of just get yourself started I'd say love
1: that, that my, my, I
4: think. Oh, yeah I I would say just 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 go along you know echo what the other guys have said go along to your local club there is a place for you you know um there's so many playing opportunities now whether it's or senior rugby you can touch rugby um or you know, any of those things, you know, women or girls, rugby, um, juniors, minis, volunteering, coaching, refereeing, go along, get involved. And, and just, just, you know, if you haven't got something out of rugby, you know, you can put something back in. Absolutely. I mean,
6: yeah. Like yeah, I'd say uh, unless you're really, really, really good and um, ambitious, super ambitious. I'd go to a um, local friendly community club, ideally where you know somebody who can introduce you a bit.
7: Nice.
3: nice. Very nice. And um, Harry?
7: endorse what everybody said, just go along. Because I think most clubs will welcome you with open arms and you'll find a way of life where you're going to meet people wherever you go in the world. So just, just turn up, pitch up and you'll be
1: welcome. But I love what you've just said there, a way of life it is, it is a complete family environment when you get involved in it. It is a way of life and uh,
0: my wife is a rugby widow and she has to put up with my way of life. Yeah, I think
2: we've
0: all got those. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 can I do it now, Dom? Are we okay?
3: Yeah, mate, no, you've got the green light. You're, you're in charge this week, so it's fine. I'm making sure
0: there was nothing else because I, me and <laughs> I don't know you're um, I'll say again. <clears throat> it's an absolute honor to have I all the guests I've had on. Uh, this has been uh, one of the dearest to my heart. <laughs> Probably my favorite. So I am obviously honest, I have it all on I have the side. Keep up the good work. Keep fighting, yes. fighting on and. Uh, Doing what you're doing in the club and shouting the shouting the club's name out and being as as and maintain that passion you've got for not just uh, so uh, so sorry charges but for rugby as a whole, and really show that there is no limits and there's no barriers and really really keep going on that as you go through your rugby careers because I'll be keeping an eye on you and if you don't, I'm going you a big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say so- you? <laughs> I've got my go qualification. I'm happy to do that.
7: Play, anybody's welcome. Come down and, and uh, come. You know, obviously we don't play many games, but come down and watch us train on Saturday morning. And yeah. everybody's Perfect. always welcome. Excellent.
0: Perfect. Patrick, great to great to have uh, you on board. Obviously, as a father, it's great it's really cool to see. And, and Harry, and Mike, uh, absolute legends. And keep doing it. That's all. I, that's all. I think I'll say, just keep going. And um, yeah, I've got a ha- very big respect for you guys and what you're doing. Okay. I agree,
3: yeah. So thanks. thanks very thanks. much. Thanks. and uh, Yeah, look forward Thank to you. meeting you all uh, when we can get some rugby on the go. Exactly. Yeah. First beers are on you for putting yourself in the
0: Dream Team. <laughs> Cheers. This oh. <laughs> was <laughs> on the social secretary of our sevens team. It's been said now. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thanks very much, guys. And uh, yeah, I also. you also. Thank Bye. You Bye. Thank thanks. thanks,
3: Thank you very much. Thanks very much. Thanks. Thank
0: you very much. Thank Bye. you. Bye.